0: What is up, Mets fans? Welcome back to a special episode of the Mets Up Podcast. We had an awesome interview with Felix White and Izzy Wong over from uh, from England. James, tell us a little more. Yeah, a
1: little different than most of the other interviews that we've done. This was more of just a conversation between the four of us. Felix is a cricket podcaster, and he announces MLB games over in England. Also in a band. Also in a band. Current and former musician. That's kind of how we started liking the Mets. You guys will hear that story. And Izzy is a very talented young cricketer. She's a bowler, which is cricket's equivalent of pitching. And she has one of the hardest bowls, throws in the entire world for a woman. I think pushing about 80 miles an hour, which is pretty incredible. She talks about her process there. And it was a great talk. Just learned about, talk about the Mets, talk about the Mets going to London next year. London Series against the Phillies next June. What are the dates,
0: Mark? Uh, June 8th and 9th. June 8th and 9th in London. Great conversation and we hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, so guys, uh if you have not yet followed us on our social media, make sure you are at Mets Stuff on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to see the video version of the podcast that we do, go subscribe to the New York Mets YouTube channel. And if you want to listen to us after every series and once a week during the off season, maybe if there's some big news a little bit more often, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Odyssey, drop us a rating, drop us a review, and most importantly, download and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening, thank you for watching, and let's get going to that interview. I don't know if you just seen it, but Izzy's just finding the first pitch. I- Felix caught
2: the first pitch. Oh,
0: yeah. really? That was yeah. you? I saw you in the catcher's gear. Did you? Yeah. She stung it.
3: Strike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good. First throw. pitch. Everyone but after it, we were walking through the concourses. Everyone's going, "Hey, good pitch." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was so a good pitch? <laughs> yeah. Take that.
2: I'll Take that. I, that.
3: I, I did not that. expect to catch it as well. It was actually like a small insight into how it feels to doing that well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean it? Must have catch it every time like that. It's just like it's a really sweet feeling for the soul to be like. Oh. <laughs> the sound <laughs> the
1: was pocket. nice as well. Yeah, but yeah. it's
3: not yeah. about me. It's about Izzy. You no, of course, yeah, of course, and, and that was it's, a great first pitch. And you Hi. took your precautions wearing the mask, of course. Well, do you know what it was? We were we've been shooting today, and um, we met Adam at, at Tavino. And the interesting thing we wanted to do is that Izzy is an amazing cricket bowler who bowls lots of variations and bowls really fast. Mm. And so we thought it'd be interesting if she met Adam and them not knowing anything really about each other's skills like sort of transferred it of each other. Yeah. And she, Adam taught her a fastball and the first ball she threw was like heat so quick, <laughs> and I was I didn't have any gear on, and I just caught it. And I think nope when she actually does that, I'm gonna have as much protective gear as possible. <laughs> and that's um, that's why
0: I was in all that gear. Did they get you a miles per hour reading on it? At all, no, or?
2: I haven't. I haven't seen one. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure it was. I'm not sure it was too high, but I was I was pleased with the direction. The direction was what I was worried about. Okay, I think it was.
3: Yeah. Is famous in England for bowling fast?
0: Yes, we we saw. Yeah, so, like
3: she rushes people for pace. <laughs> so it's not surprising she did that. Yeah. Is he? What were the main differences between throwing a baseball
1: and throwing a cricket ball? Good question.
2: Great question. First difference was like actually, like a cricket, the floor is usually relatively flat. Like some grounds are on a hill, so it's like not that flat, but obviously the mound is like really quite steep. Um, and then the other main difference is that when you bowl in cricket, your arm has to be straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we use like a run-up to generate pace. I like yeah. we, little.
0: We had like a friend that like played cricket like in like elementary school, like in like recess. But we, I don't think we played the right rules. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we watched yeah. some of Misty's videos before yeah. before we started this. Yeah. So about... basically,
2: in cricket, you run in and then you've got to keep your arms straight. Whereas yeah. obviously in baseball, you you start still and use your leg to kind of generate that speed.
1: And there's no there's no hill.
2: There's well, some grounds have hills. Yeah, something
1: like that. It's not uniform
3: accidental
1: hills. If there's a
2: hill in the area and they put a ground there, then the ground is hilly.
3: But there's not a mound. But
1: there's so,
2: not a mound. So to
3: speak.
1: Oh, that's so interesting because in baseball, the pitch where the pitchers pitch on the mound is so manicured. It's like one of the most important things about the field they play on. Like every single day they're matting it down, they're raking it over, and the pitchers, you'll see them like some of them like a deeper thing in front of in front of the mound, some of them like a shallower one. When they're pitching and they step, some of them will change where that hole is. That's it's interesting here how different it is. Yeah, I yeah. love the
3: word manicured for that. Because yeah. <laughs> it kind of is that, isn't yeah. it? It's 100%. like a process and mm-hmm. like They're it. very particular, every single thing. <laughs> (laughs) making your home. Yeah, and uh, John, honestly, it's so fascinating how similar the skills are, because Izzy was going through the grips of Adam and it's like, a change up, yeah, is what a fast bowler in cricket would bowl as a slower ball. So it's oh, yeah. exactly the same outcome with the same thing, where your fingers might go wider or the other side of the seam mm-hmm. or that kind of thing, and it's almost the same thing happens. But in cricket, the ball's bouncing once, so
2: yeah, it's kind of the same. Like I'd say it's the same process, but like we're looking for a different outcome, obviously, because we use the pitch. Right. So, like when I bowl, I'm looking for the ball to hit the floor. Mm-hmm. So. And obviously when pitchers pitch, they're so they're focusing on what it doesn't air, whereas yeah. I'm looking for the output of the ball hitting the floor. So the ball when you know when they bowl a cutter, they're trying to get the ball to, to go that way. Yeah. Whereas when I bowl a cutter, the ball's still going that way, but it's the bit when it hits the floor and then it's gonna grip. That's the shy. bit that we're looking for, the grip.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I so Good. like Adam Adivino has a great slider. Did he show you like how to throw that? Is that something that you would be able to use in cricket?
2: Yeah, so the slider was kind of, what I got from the slider was it's similar to like trying to swing the ball. Yeah. Okay. So the fast Cause he goes
3: right to left doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, he dives it, like fades it. Yeah. So in cricket
2: yeah. our ball has like, it just has one seam and it just goes all the way around. And yeah. if you hold it, if you can bowl it and keep the seams standing up, then you've got two sides of the ball basically coming down like this. Yeah. So we like, we keep the ball for the whole game. So that's it great. scuffs Whoa. up and oh. basically our job as players is to like, look after the ball. Yeah. So we'll like rub on our trousers, like you can get a bit of sweat from your neck <laughs> yeah. and stuff and rub it on. Keep and you're allowed to clean. do that. There's some things that you're not allowed to do. Yeah. So you've got to kind of play with that, but you basically want one, one side to be really shiny and that's called your shiny side. Right? So you get the shiny side and after about, You know, a couple of overs, the balls hit the floor a bit. It's been, you know, you've been whacked into the car part. They've got it back. You've rubbed it on your trousers, sorted the one side out. You get this really shiny side and a rough side. Because the aerodynamics on the shiny side, it moves through the air faster. So it comes through the air and it goes like that. And, it, and then eventually, it gets battered and it stops swinging. That's where we go to the change-up. That's where we bowl the cutters. Gotcha. Everything else.
1: That feels like such a funny difference in American English cultures as well. Because for us, the ball gets a little scuffed. Throw it away. Get a new one.
2: And you guys, <laughs> like the players are looking
0: it after the kind of ball all the <laughs> Everyone clean
1: it, fix it, make sure it's okay. Love like, it. You guys I mean, do well
0: and we do well. I heard you say game. when it goes into the car park, you get it back? Yeah. Yeah, you have to get That's it back. That's crazy. And then they yeah. Add,
2: yeah, we have a time limit for like the whole game. Wow. So like if you get hit into the car park... Sometimes, some umpires are like, yeah, we'll add three minutes for ball collection. And then yeah. sometimes they're really harsh and you've got to go up to the umpire and be like, come on mate, I've just been hitting <laughs> to the car park. It's taken <laughs> them 20 meters to go and get it. Like, come on, you can add a minute or two there.
3: Or sometimes it will literally go into someone's pint and the person will have to fish the ball out, throw it back on, oh my God. and then the players will still oh, play yeah. with the ball. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating, it's so different <laughs> it is.
2: Yeah.
1: We also we saw that you play in a lot of different leagues, like different countries, England, India, Australia. Are there differences in rules, in gameplay, like in fandom in those different leagues? Yes, yeah.
2: yeah, so in international cricket, it's one set of rules all around the world. So, you know, if you're playing for England against India, in India the rules are the same as they are in England if you're playing against India, but for the franchises, um, there are there are some different rules, so um, like the Big Bash League last year brought in like a substitution rule, mm. so you could like substitute a player at some stage. Ooh, designated um, hitter. Yeah, oh, okay. a desi- effectively yeah. yeah, a designated yeah. hitter. Um, and then, so the 100 is like our massive competition um, at home in the UK, and they've like, Kind of completely rewritten the rules, but like not, it's so like they've kept it as cricket. But like, so we we have these things called an over, right? So, yeah. six balls. I'm even doubting myself because no, no, I've been no, playing 100. No, it, yeah. so <laughs> six, six, six it's balls, hard to keep all straight. I to believe yeah, six balls in cricket is not over. Okay. So, if, if I'm bowling, I'll bowl six balls and that's an over, okay? And yep. then Felix, so that'll be from one end, and then Felix. We we'll bowl ball, six, six balls, balls from the know. other end, okay. uh, and that's called Nova. So we do gotcha. when we play Twenty Twenty. That's twenty overs and twenty overs.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of oriented. Time. time.
2: But in the 100, yeah. they change it so it's five ball overs, and then you do two from each end.
0: Oh, so to try and make yeah. the game go. Shortening quicker. it. Yeah, to shorten oh, okay. it. Basically,
3: in short, I think you'll understand this. Cricket is in a perpetual state of how do we not die yeah. and stay modern? So, like this yeah. game that takes a long time and like has the essence of life in it and takes forever, always trying to like match it up against people with short attention spans. Yeah. So we're trying to make it short, 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 short in order to like keep some of it, but also make it adaptable in the real world. And that feels very much like what what baseball is doing. With is that the, the pitch, pitch clock. clock? yeah. And it's the similar sort of mentality we're trying to like mm. mould it into yeah. the world so that we don't get left behind, if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, baseball's going through the same thing and like you said, you saw a pitch clock today. That's something that's yeah. completely new this year. Mm. From your guys' perspective, like coming from England, watching cricket, what does like the pace of play, does it feel slow? I know like some people sometimes think baseball's a little boring. Oh, baseball, no. You know
2: I what? think baseball's fast compared to oh, cricket. Oh, really fast, yeah. Like, yeah. as a seamer, like, that's what we call people who try and bowl fast. Okay. there's a seamer. my run-up is 22 metres. Oh. So every time I bowl, I run in 22 metres to the crease, Still. bowl it. Oh. I then follow through, like, five five metres, ten metres from bowling wow. well okay. because I'm like, this is great, I'm going <laughs> to keep going. And then I've got to walk all the way back. Yeah. So I'm averaging, like, a ball a minute. Wow.
1: If, if, not, yeah, if not slower. It's wow. like, Yeah. Yeah and our clock is 15
3: seconds now. Well, 15? Oh, no, 15 30. 30. it was yeah, Wait, 20. Was it right? 20. I thought yeah. it was 20, i was not I thought it was. Yeah. Jo, the, the interesting thing with the pitch clock I think from outside perspective is um, when some if you're watching the games and you're locked in, if you're watching the game, I think it works really well because it's like got a rhythm and yes. metric. But if you go to baseball to sort of drift and yeah. drink and hang out, which I think a lot of people do. And kind of like, it's a life experience where you're not necessarily yeah. watching the game. I think then sometimes it moves disturbingly quickly and you don't mm. get your time to be sort of in the ballpark and in the experience. That's what my feeling is. But I like watching the game. So when, you, when it's, it's satisfying, when it's at that yeah, pace, if you definitely. know what I mean. That's what I would say about it. It has felt like
1: that too, because like the way that baseball was, like the average time per pitch was between 30 and 40 seconds. So you could come to the ballpark, saunter, you can go get your snacks, go to the restroom and not miss very much, get your beer. Yeah. But when you're watching on TV, bre- it would drag sometimes, because the guy takes the mound, the ball, he walks around the mound, he comes back, he steps it's off. Like easy. Yeah, and it's it like takes me. a while. <laughs> <Making> a <meal laughs> yeah, it's like it. easy. Yeah. <laughs> Wandering back. If
2: mark. you're bowling really well, you walk back really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> you when you're bowling badly, you're like almost running back, oh, yeah, like, get me out of here. But
1: that's kind of funny too because then you're setting the pace. Like you're bowling well, you're in control of the game. And a lot of people thought with baseball that the pitchers would be the ones very most affected by this, but it turns out that the hitters are now the ones that are realizing the tempo's quick. It's kind of hard to keep track of that. Like, would, is there any way that you kind of take the game over? Like you said, like when you're on the on the mound bowling.
2: Oh, absolutely. So, when we're, so if we're going really, like, if the team is doing really well and we're, like, restricting their runs, we'll try and get through as quick as possible. So, you know, we'll be, because obviously our, our fielders have to move every over. So we'll be, like, sprinting around in the field trying to almost rush the batters. So if we can bowl our overs really quick, then suddenly we'll have bowled ten overs and they've got no runs and then they've, you know, they've not got long Just left. rushed them, yeah. And then at the end of the game, we'll try and really take a step back because at the end of the game basically is when the batters in cricket are just trying to hit the ball as far as they can. So as bowlers, that's where there's just no margin for error. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're trying to slow the game down, really, you know, talk to talk to your captain, talk to you. right, what do you think I should bowl? You think mm. I should bowl this? I think this. Okay, let's do this. Let's set the field, right? Is everything there? Really focusing and really kind of taking your time. And, and I, you're but, giving
3: them more time to think about it yeah, as well.
2: So but I think, I think that kind of build to the drama in cricket because that's the bit where it's like every ball's kind of there's something on it and you kind of get that that's so
3: true and that's so that's something that cricket and baseball both have is the thing of like time contracting and then expanding you know what i mean it kind of moves that it's the best part of it and you can feel when everyone's attention's on it time sort of it feels like time goes really slowly, like in the key moments, and then sometimes it just moves without you knowing it. Both games are really special for that. It's like when you're
2: underneath a high ball, that's when the time is (gasps) going slowest. When that ball is in the air. I don't know what it's like when you've got a glove on, but (laughs) you haven't got a glove on, that ball's in the air, and you're like, oh my God, (laughs) it's 10 minutes. (laughs) When's it coming down?
0: (laughs) I love hearing just like the differences in like what you guys ball. like like you call it a high ball, it's like a fly ball or a pop-up for us. Or like you like saying like, you know, over as opposed to what we call like an inning. So interesting to hear like, like the differences and just like the words to essentially describe the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. But the
3: language is that's the best thing as well because it's this indecipherable fantasy language that you don't hear anybody else yeah. anywhere else. But it's like really poetic, yeah. and you know it feels like another world when you're entering it. And cricket definitely has that. You know and I mean. <laughs> Googly's and what, I don't know what... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what does <laughs> that what? mean? Ducks, googly's exactly,
2: and ducks. Exactly, you just giggled at googly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly the, what, what it's like
3: in cricket. It's just words that just feel like they've come out of some sort of like...
2: Like we have a fielding position called cow corner. Cow corner?
3: Yeah, cow, cow corner. corner. Mm-hmm. We have a hard corner. Why is it called cow corner? I've
2: got no idea why it's called cow corner. I think it's
3: because <laughs> when it was invented, the cows used to graze there... Is it? Hundreds of yeah. years ago. Sounds good to me.
1: It
2: gets yeah. shortened to cow.
3: And that to goes cow. along with just
1: some, some grounds just have hills and now they just have yep. a hill, you have to play with the hill.
2: Some have trees. Some grounds right. have trees. Trees? If you hit the tree, six. What?
1: It's a six. It's yeah, like yeah.
2: A, so it'd be like having a tree in the middle of in the middle of That's, the park. I'm this And insane. then if you hit if you hit the tree, home run. Even if the tree's like twenty yards. No matter the,
1: what, it's home run. From the, yep. Americans would have no patience for this. Yep. <laughs> Everything bad. needs to be uniform together, ready, <laughs> set, go. The, the same ball's rules. got a scuff, we're having a new one. We we had one stadium in baseball in Houston years ago that did have a hill. And it was this weird thing that just, like, for some reason, when you went to this park and you went all the way to the center field, you had to go up a hill the last second, right before the fence. And I believe someone, there were a couple of beautiful catches made on there. One player in the Mets, Carlos Astro, Beltran. Astros, Astros, Astros yeah. yeah. He made the catch going back onto the hill. Another player, Jim Edmonds, uh, from the Cardinals, who were in London a few years ago, did the same. Right. And I believe someone might have got hurt on there yeah. or something. What, the hill yeah.
3: gets steep at the last it minute. It would just go
1: up. It would just be like, flat, 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 hill, fence, over. Right. Yeah, that. yeah that's it.
2: Yeah, well, we will we, we'll use the hills and, like, the dimensions like if there's a big uphill one side we'll be like right we need to try and get them to hit up the hill because obviously it's hard to hit up the hill but then if you're like bowling and like they're hitting down the hill you're thinking right I need to not let them hit me down the hill I need to make them hit me like sideways almost oh
0: my god so so I mean like there's obviously a lot of similarities between cricket and baseball how did you guys even get exposed to baseball in the first place? Like, how do you even find it in the UK? Well,
3: that's a good question. I mean, I cannot... I was going to say, the, um, I got into it
2: through Felix. My, <laughs> my,
3: um, my first exposure to baseball was in, in my past life. I was in a, in a band that toured all the time. And in, like, 2015, good year. we were on tour. And we were doing it well everywhere else, but we came to America and it had dropped off for us in America. So I was like, for some reason I decided I was going to not drink on this tour as well. So I needed something to do while like our popularity was declining a little bit in America. And I just realized when I was going to every single state and city, like baseball is always on. And it's like this sort of fluorescent glow in cabs and in bars and in restaurants, and hotel rooms, you flick it over. So so I just thought it just had this sort of glow to it. And I ended up putting more time into it, Firstly, because it aesthetically just looked beautiful to me. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, like the greens against the browns and the balletic nature of it. And then when I, I've always been in love with cricket and when I got closer into it, I realised, like, oh, this is so similar to cricket. The disciplines, the judgment, the games within a game, the poetic nature of language, you say, all that yep. kind of stuff. But as that tour I went through, The Mets were on a roll, and they got to the World Series that year, and the first thing that struck me was they all had these cartoonish players. (laughs) Granderson, Cespedes, um, David Wright, Bartolo Colon, uh, Danny Murphy's here today. today, today, All those kind of players.
2: You had a little fanboy moment down. Yeah, it was, it was amazing being close to him. Yeah, Over
3: Murphy. Yeah,
0: yeah. What, I mean, he had that amazing. Well, he had six times run. in a, a yeah. row in
3: that run. So I was sort of really, um, I was drawn to them because they looked like cartoon characters, but also <laughs> like a, a very flawed people as well, like mm-hmm. maniacs and flawed. And so I got really into the Mets because I felt like, oh, there's this sort of melancholic thing with Mets where it's definitely doomed, but they're like, f- they've got a flair to them, yep. and so there's just all this stuff. Inside this team, and then eventually I flew home when they lost the World Series, and Matt Harvey that night been in. Yeah, but I tried to go the whole <laughs> yeah. thing, and I yeah. watched that from London as if the whole thing had been a distant dream. Yeah, and then from that moment on, I just thought oh, I'm going to stay in such a baseball because it's got magic to it, and then my life became more about cricket because I love cricket. And then, by some strange coincidences, um, they've asked me to come and cover baseball and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm dragging along cricketers, <laughs> and saying, like, I think you'll like this. Yeah. And it it's a pretty cool like,
2: drag along. Yeah, exactly. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty...
0: New York City, yeah. baseball,
3: not and, bad. And Izzy insight. loves it. And there's a lot of other cricketers back home as well that are like, wow, this is... Really, but actually, what I've just said just leads me to something I want to ask you guys. Sure. Have I got that right? Is is an essence of what would you say? Is there some theme that runs across being a Mets fan?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, uh, how much time do you have? Yeah, (laughs) especially like that team itself was such a hodgepodge. It was almost like the island of misfit toys that lineup you described because it was guys who came from different backgrounds. A lot of them did look like basically cast off cartoon characters, but then they had this rotation of pitchers that like come from the ground all developed because by the Mets, was in the, uh, Syndergaard, de Harvey, DeGrom, yeah. those three were like, along with Zach Wheeler, who didn't pitch in that World Series, but those were like supposed to be like the next generation of Mets greats. and pitching like bowling, like you control the game, you're on the mound, and like that game, like Harvey, like if you're on, like you can win the game almost entirely
3: on your own, and I it became, I receive the information, it's just too, I could see flashbacks of
1: it, yeah,
0: oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I was there, so like, being able to experience the World Series, going to like the World Series with my dad, who is the entire reason i 'm a Mets fan, yeah, like it was really cool to take in that it would have been better if they won, but yeah. like I remember when They beat the Royals in that game, and Syndergaard whizzed one right by Alcides Escobar's head for the first pitch of the game. And we were like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, everybody immediately, like, started inching up on their seats, leaning in, David Wright hitting a home run, Cespedes home runs, like, just all the huge moments. It didn't end up working out, but, like, Matt Harvey coming out for that ninth inning, everybody was on their feet screaming and yelling, and it's, like, something that as my first experience being at a world series game with the mets i'll never forget that it's so
3: i'm reading a really good um book at the moment about the mets called so many ways to lose or something like that (laughs) and and well, it's so great and one of the lines what i underlined in it was that mets isn't about being bad it's about being good at losing and it's the feeling of anything can happen at any moment Good or bad, yep. at any moment but that makes the Mets endure as a sort of experience. It's yeah. like the antithesis of Julia Child's like fifty-five or whatever ways to make an egg,
1: but it's like just our nightmare version of that. Even <laughs> yeah. the, the Strokes guy, Julia Casablancas. Yeah, yeah Julia oh, Casablancas is a he's a, Met. he's a rabid Mets fan. Because
3: he got an to the Mets. The yeah, source. and that
1: he wrote that song the year after the Mets lost the World Series. They made it to the wild card round, which Mark and I argue about whether or not that counts as the playoffs or not because it's only one game. <laughs> I say it's not. He says it is. We'll agree disagree right now for to move this along. But that Mets lost that game in like, horrible fashion. Home run the last inning after Syndergaard pitched an amazing game through all the way, and he was on the seven train, which you're seeing run right there, leaving here, and it was oh, jam packed. Good
2: timing. That is, that is, good that is, timing. Yeah. That right. Great. How
1: amazing was that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. right? Everything. Everything aware, and yeah. it's a packed train. Everyone's upset. I'm sure he was rather drunk at the time, and he just said he got out his notebook, his notepad, and he wrote the lyrics to "Ode to the Mets" on that train, just disheveled and sad Julian on the way it. home.
3: Yeah. Oh my God, you're breaking my heart. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah, this. Okay, I mean, that's the okay. life of a Mets. That's what we are. Like, Is
3: that true? That where that came yeah. from? Yeah. This. Oh my god. Oh to just the Mets. My heart into a million <laughs> that's it, but that's but what it's that's, like being a Mets fan. Meant. But that's interesting because um from afar it's been like Seinfeld supports <laughs> yep. the Mets. Yes. And so when you from a distance you kind of have that element of okay so the Yankees is about um evil, joining the military, <laughs> yeah. being on a death star <laughs> yeah. like and then the Mets is the opposite of that good and bad mm-hmm. so like all the stuff that can unveil in a completely like negative way and all the beautiful stuff that comes out of not being in that uniform yeah. structure if that makes that, that yeah, is a, the way I could it. There's sort a great quote it. from John Oliver, who is English,
1: and he came over, and he was a comedian. Now he has a show in America, and he said he came over and he fell in love with baseball immediately. And he said, "I wasn't going to like the Yankees because I'm not evil, so I decided to become a Mets fan instead." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I have yeah. a moral compass. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like that sort of decision. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like it's it's easy to be a fan of the Yankees. <laughs> it's easy to be a fan of honestly other teams, but like being a Met fan, like just, it's such a roller coaster. Like you can't just you can't just join on. Like if you join on 2015 okay great had a great run 16 was fun the next few years were tough, but that you stick around because whenever it's going to hit, it's going to be so worth it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a great payoff, and that's kind of like what Mets fans embody. Is like it's going to be up and down. It's going to be tough. It's going to be like you know a little rough around the edges. But when it when it hits, it's going to be incredible.
3: Which strikes me as um, I'm not sure I can say this on an official Mets podcast, <laughs> but there couldn't be a more Metsy thing to happen than to be heavily invested in. Everyone say, okay, these are the big guns now, and it's we really not going that way. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won a lot last year, and it was a lot
1: of fun. But, yeah, this one has been trying. But it's just, that's it. Like, it's grit. And the big thing with Mets fans, too, it's loyalty. Yeah. Like, they we, we come back. Like, we want it so bad. We want to win. We want to be here. Happen? Yeah. And that's it. Anything. And when it, and it, it will happen. And when it does happen, like, that is going to be the payoff of a lifetime. Like, I'm going to be there hanging out with Mark, my dad, his dad. Like, yeah. and it's going to be just, like, pure euphoria. Probably going to cry.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll cry. It's <laughs> interesting what they just said there is, he's like, with, with their parents. Because I feel like cricket's got that generational thing as well, where you get it gets handed down in some ways or like when teams like the mets who don't often win when they do win it's like a more deeply emotional thing than you can say because there are people there that didn't see it in 69 or 86 or or, or all that kind of stuff so it's like kind of really rooted into your and we had that when england men won the world cup didn't we, like people that had never seen it before? Mm. And And that sort of bursting of emotion, which is about more than just a cricket or a baseball, if that makes sense?
2: You know, neither of my parents played cricket. Really? Yeah. I completely stumbled upon it by chance. I went, so my primary school, or like, what did, junior school? Elementary school. So I was like six, Five or six, and like, at, after school, you know, they do like after school clubs you can just sign up for. Mm-hmm. And I was already doing the football, because my family, like, mad. So, what you in cricket I've inherited football, like, Liverpool fans, like, yep. Liverpool through and through. Yeah. Um, but literally... By chance, I like took the leaflet home of the cricket and was like, oh, like this looks quite fun. Like, mum, I want to try it. And obviously, mum was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then, yeah, fast forward, I guess, 15 um, years, and I'm a professional doing pretty trainer. well. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Sorry
3: to say, but did you when you? I've never we never spoken about this. So just to be <laughs> yeah, go for it. When <laughs> did you first bowl for the first time? Did it feel natural to well, you? Well, so you didn't
2: or, like... you didn't bowl at the start. So right. at the start, obviously, if you're teaching loads of kids, if, I guess uh, right at the start when you're teaching baseball, if you're like getting people to pitch, yeah. people hitting, the pitches aren't gonna be good enough for the yeah. hitters to hit it. So we didn't bowl for like three years, but like, I could like, just you know that so dirty that slog that right. I've got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dirty <laughs> uh, dirty slog? That, that sounds inflammatory. The dirty yeah. slog <laughs> is like to... kind of a really technically bad shot Okay. That that just kind of goes a long way, but mm. it like, like in terms of technique it's awful yeah, but, it, but it not at the ball. Yeah. but it yeah. works but it works yeah i always had one of them and i could like catch and i loved yeah like getting muddy. We used to like, the competition went, but when we were, this time's really bad. <laughs> when great. we were like five and six, the comp- like it wasn't really about the cricket. We'd turn up on a f- Thursday and we'd, cause you wear whites in cricket. You try and get your whites as covered in like puddles <laughs> yeah. and we'd be like swimming yeah. through them. And it was like all about that. And I just loved it. And then like a couple of years later we learned to bowl. And I was like, I was, I was all right.
3: That's still in her because when we yeah. came here yesterday to film, <laughs> Yeah. I it was going to be monsoon for the whole week. Yeah, it felt like film. that. And Izzy just went, maybe we can just dive across the outfield.
1: <laughs> we 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 were here on Thursday. The similar thing happened. They had the tarp over the field, and they were like, I hope they let us slide across
3: that tarp.
2: The tarp <laughs> yeah, yeah. is it looks like a water slide. Honestly, yeah. It's yeah. A slide, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, there's been that's like, somebody who wants to dive get as muddy as possible. <laughs>
2: I'm saying ride a Cup in Europe versus America, but on the water slide across the tarp.
0: Yeah, I'm in. There was, there was a huge, it's not like a huge moment, but there's like a very memorable Mets moment with like a tarp and sliding across it. Oh, is that? They were playing the Yankees, there was a rain delay and Robin Ventura, who was the Mets their baseman at the time, came out and imitated Mike Piazza who was one of the best Mets of all time. Catcher, Hall of Famer, imitated like a big home run that he hit and he ran around and like slid into home with like the tarp and the water and everything. Yeah. It was like, there's no viral clips back in like 2000, but if it was nowadays, that would be like everywhere. So that's right. Like kind of funny to bring up like, like oh, I want to slide across that and the Mets like have a weird story with that. That's incredible. I want to find yeah, that one. For for sure. I want to find Certainly. that yeah. for sure. yeah. I watched in the in um,
3: lockdown, I decided just to take myself out of that situation, but I was gonna watch the entire eighty-six World Series wow. it's all on okay. YouTube. Uh, yeah. So I watched the Mets win that World Series from game one to don't know if it's games. It's, did it go to Game Seven? Game yeah, Six exactly. partner, but yeah. So in but I went Game Seven. I watched every single one of those games in in a week, every night oh my God. in lockdown. Yeah. If you want to watch like old old World Series, this
2: is what you we, cause went to the museum losing. earlier and the ball. That's where the ball's from. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is yes. like that is that's like the, the baseball. Like, like there was the, one baseball the in the world that you could preserve in an apocalypse. It'd that's be the, that one. It's a
0: quintessential
1: yeah. piece yeah. of Mets history. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's yeah. like
0: the ball. That like. I mean, my dad was a fan before that, but like, I think if they don't win '86 necessarily, like, who knows what the next generation of Mets fans would look like without that ball yeah. going through Buckner's leg, winning a World Series. Like, it was pandemonium. It was. Insane. But it's
3: also quite, isn't it? I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's quite Metsy. that it happened with because. I, I wanted the Mets to win that series, and I was watching it back in retrospect, but when it happened, my heart broke into a hundred million pieces for <laughs> yeah. that guy. Oh, so, so quite, of course. it was quite stitched into a sort of Mets story, that that would become yeah. almost as famous as the victory.
1: No, Do you know like, what I mean? And even that player, like, he was a fantastic player, but he's now only remembered for that. And he, that's, exactly. That's,
2: that's, that's he, like your worst nightmare. Like, actually, you've got yeah. a ball coming towards yeah. you, and like, almost anything, if there's a lot of people watching, almost any everything that's going through your mind is, yes. don't go through your legs, don't go through your legs. Yeah. Don't and and go through f- your legs. The funny
1: thing is, he was also Old toward the end of his career and they just wanted him on the field for the, for the celebration. I was getting told. So this. he's someone Aww. who was often taking off late <laughs> in the for game the for defense. They wanted him on yeah. for the
2: celebration. And oh. then
1: he had to make the play and it, it, he eventually I did not. I actually
3: can't hear that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: it's hard. It's like secondhand embarrassment. I mean, happy for us. Great for us, yeah. I but was going to say. It's almost is- like... The last what thirty years, it's yeah. almost like retribution in a way, right, because exactly. like you, no, nothing in the world just happens with nothing else happening and like in t- return of it. So it's like, like something great thing. happens, and that's that's kind of. We
2: call that the cricket gods.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've like been cricket, we have the baseball that's gods. That's
2: what the cricket yeah. gods. The cricket gods mean it. Or mother and that's, cricket. Yeah, mother cricket. Mother Do you
1: ever raise that mother cricket? Baseball gods. That's pretty much. Yeah, it. baseball gods. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just that's that's baseball. Oh yeah, it's baseball. Yeah, that's
3: baseball. Yeah, I love that.
1: That's yeah.
2: How many times have you got out and just, like, you sat cricket. down in the changing room and someone's gone, oh, yeah. the horse cricket. Well, yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, I want to hear, mate. <laughs> well, if not, it was
0: a dirty slog, so <laughs> it's more your fault than cricket club's fault. Of course, uh, next year the Mets are going to be coming to play the Phillies. You got to see them play them here today in New York, but next year they'll be in London for the London series. I got to make it out there this past year. Did you? Yeah, for the Cubs-Cardinals. Had an awesome time. Yeah, did you enjoy it? It was so much fun. I mean, what did how, you make of the atmosphere? I thought it was really good. Like I've so I've been to like a Chelsea soccer game. And I've been to like that atmosphere is crazy. The baseball obviously is not gonna be like a Chelsea Champions League game, but I was like really impressed with how into baseball all the fans were, and it was a lot of English people. It wasn't like Americans like me coming over and visiting, there were a few, but like everybody like going to the store, buying the the jerseys, buying the hats, eating the food like I the the culture that I, I thought of for baseball, seeing it in another country was fascinating
3: joe you know what 's really reassuring to hear you say that because that 's exactly what I felt that it didn 't seem like a um, tourism type event. No. It felt like really knowledgeable baseball crowd. it sort of swayed and moved like a proper baseball game where the crowd are reading it yeah. rather than just being there because it 's a thing to be at mm. and that was quite interesting I thought because as, again as you say it wasn't all Americans no. that live over as well so that's like because I think in England we'd be quite hesitant about Premier League football being played yeah. in America, and it counts, yeah. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess in America, d- what, what's the like? Do, is that kind of a positive? It's almost just—it's fun. Like it's fun to watch the game grow. Like
1: we love baseball, and like a lot we talked about at the beginning is that like there is some like some people in, the, in America, especially, I think the game is slowing down and not like modern enough. But like to see it go across the world and gain popularity, is just kind of beautiful for that. I'm going to go there next year. I've never been to England. I plan to go. In to come. Yeah, for the series. So we'll both be there. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me yeah. just about what to do, where they get where they get the best food, where out. To listen to the best music, anything like that culturally in the city. I've
2: heard there's a there's a band like they're called like something TV, like, some number of eighty six maybe TV, yeah, something yeah.
3: like that.
1: Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I've
3: heard. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could come and see my band if we're in town. Like <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I'll
0: take you up on that.
3: The, um, what what's it going to do in London? How long are you gonna be there for? As long as we as long as we can.
2: When is it June?
3: Yeah, second week yeah, of June, I believe. June. Well, look, firstly, from a baseball perspective, I think the thing that will be interesting to you is that because. Most ballparks are cut out in the centre, like uh, uh, across the diamond. It's normally the, the air's cut out of it, mm-hmm. so it doesn't retain sound all the time. But football stadiums, it's especially like now, are built London like a stadium. Bowl. Is- yeah. So it, I don't know if you felt that a bit. It kind of mm-hmm. it holds the sound mm-hmm. in a different way. So there's a sort of it. There was an intensity to the games that, even though yeah. it's in the middle of like obviously normal season, mm-hmm. it kind of felt like there was a different sort of post-season intensity yeah. to it. So I think you're like that. And in in terms of London tourism, you're gonna have to hit me up nearer time. Okay, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) but I I met um, I met. Hayden Wesolowski, the oh, oh. Cubs pitcher, oh, my <laughs> love him. I like him too. So I did a thing out there with, with him and Patrick Wisdom, and then they came to London. And when they were there, he came over to me and he th- gave me a hug. and He said, "I got my fish and chips first for you, man." <laughs> so he was like doing it. It was the first time he'd ever been to. England. Yeah. So I think for a lot of the players, they're doing the sort of like, "Oh wow, we're in the land of fish and chips." <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and yeah. doing it, you
1: know. I'm sure this is true for a lot of these players. Like they have never been across there before so it's like
3: a huge opportunity for them as well exactly yeah and they're going to be welcomed with open arms people love it Mm -hmm. and i've got a lot of cricketers into it as well so if you like the cricketers elite cricketers like is that you're going to be there and i'm hoping this is the start of a trade-off where more cricketers get to know baseball in Mm -hmm. a deeper Mm -hmm. way and like you know
2: who knows where it can all be well i yeah i kind of even like we'd kind of spoken about how similar they are and i would thought are like, in terms of like actually what's happening, like they seem pretty similar, but actually like having been to a game, it is like going to watch a cricket game. Yeah. Like it, there's the similarities of just the event and from a fan's perspective, like from a player's perspective, there are major differences, but actually from a fan's perspective, they're
3: so similar. Yeah. That's what you should do. Come yeah. to the cricket. Come to the cricket. Okay. Come to the That's cricket. The I'm you all in. spend a little bit, like, even if it's a day or two extra, just come and see some cricket because it'll be, international cricket will be happening. Yeah. And I yeah. think that will be the trade-off. Yeah. You watch baseball in England, you watch cricket in England, and come and watch it with us and we'll talk you through it. Do you know that's, what I
0: mean? You got yourself a deal. We'll We're go to the in. London oh. series, we'll go to a cricket game. Beautiful. Have a drink or two, and, and we'll, we'll have a good live time. After. And fish and chips. And fish and fish 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 chips. Of course, fish, fish, chips. fish yeah. and chips. Can't miss that. Guys, thank you so much for coming on Pleasures. the podcast. Great. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys in London in a little bit, hopefully.
3: Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go, Let's go
2: Mets. Let's go Mets. Good.